It's the weekend. You can do anything you want. Volunteer at a homeless shelter. Work on a peace plan for the Middle East. Invent something truly useful like a machine that solves climate change while also picking up after your dog. But no, you've decided to spend your precious time on Earth listening to a bunch of white men talk over the top of each other. The world may be burning, but this is your me time. Welcome to Radio Chaser Platinum Edition. Welcome to the weekend, which means two things. It's the weekend and the Platinum Edition of Radio Chaser. Another blockbuster two hours coming at you, including a rousing edition of Hanks or No Hanks. We check in with the Royal Birth Protocol, plus Domi's Discount Dental. You ever heard of it? That's lucky. It's all on the way. This is the Platinum Edition of Radio Chaser. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. I've been at the dentist and I had to get a crown done and um, it cost $1,600 and I realised I was in for trouble when the dentist, I'm not making this up, had a sign for like afterpay and zip money <laughs> just so that you could somehow pay. And apparently people without much money cannot afford any dentistry. My hairdresser the other day was saying she's just getting temporary crowns put on, which are like little plastic kind of teeth, weird mm. little plastic teeth. They feel like cling wrap in your mouth. I had one the other day. She's going to keep it on for years because she can't afford a crown. Can I just say... Like, last time I went to the dentist, right, I was in the chair. I had, you know, all the, like, the gear on and everything, and they were doing the business. I need to clean my teeth. And the receptionist burst in with a piece of paper claiming that I owed her $300 from 10 years before. They're very good. They're <laughs> so very they, were like, they were like, you've not paid this. And then they were like, you need to get up and pay this bill before we finish the job. I, I'm I, in the chair And bleeding. I respectfully said, no, I don't know what this is. I'm, of course, I'm happy to pay, but I, can I just finish this first? And I had to beg them to just finish this. I had to like give them my credit card to be like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to leave without Are not paying. Are there dental loan sharks? Can it be like the casino and there's some dodgy dude in the corner that goes, I'll lend you the money at 10% interest a week and we'll, we'll fix your leg. We'll fix your mouth and break your knees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is why I've decided to start my very own very cheap service. Can't afford to get your crappy teeth fixed because it's not covered by Medicare? Now you can with Tommy's Discount Dental. Traditional teeth whitening is so expensive. Dolly covered my teeth in plaster and now they're really white and also really heavy. Instead of pricey crowns, Dolly convinced me I didn't need teeth and, and he took them out with a sizzle. I couldn't afford a proper filling, but Dommy just used a lump of Play-Doh and then baked my head in a kiln. And now I'm in the burns unit of Westmead Hospital, which is covered by Medicare. Result? Hi, I'm Dommy, and while I may not be a qualified dentist, I do live near a Bunnings. Dommy's Discount Dentistry. It's not covered by Medicare, but then neither is real dentistry. Dommy takes no responsibility for any adverse effects following his treatments and reminds you that you're only seeing him because you're desperate. Platinum Edition. Next on the final season of Game of Thrones, another battle that's even longer than all our other repetitive battles. Who will win the fight between the living and the dead? The living, obviously. I mean, there are three more episodes after this. And killing every character is too much of a bummer, even for us. Plus, John and Danny still have to work out that whole thing where she's his aunt. Um, I, I haven't watched season seven yet. Can you stop ruining this for me? They've been boning heaps. But how many viewers will survive an 80-minute battle in the dark with a dull blue filter all over it without switching off? 
It's still better than Bachelor in Paradise. As we kill a bunch of minor characters so we don't have to resolve their stories on Game of Thrones. Radio Chaser. Platinum edition. If you're heading out on the water today, I don't know if you're the sort of person who's you know uh, likes to go on a boat on the ocean or something like. Just keep an eye out. Um, we've just uh, had a bit of warning uh, that there are whales on the loose that are up to no good. And um, this is, and I, I can only do this justice by just reading you what it says in the news here. This is fantastic. Mm. Marine experts in Norway believe they have stumbled upon a white whale that was trained by the Russian Navy as part of a program to use underwater mammals as a special ops force. What? Uh, That's a I have quote. always been suspicious of whales. Well, they, they are. They, they yeah. do look spy-like, don't they? And, you know, they, they, they frequently do sort of wear camouflage clothing and carry gadgets. Um, look, it's, <laughs> this is honestly true. This whale was found with a strap, with all this sort of equipment strapped around it. It was trying to interfere with a boat, like it was trying what? to sabotage some, some fishing boat. <laughs> this is a whale, a beluga whale. <laughs> so, it's a trend, though. Like, I mean, what worries me well, is that you know this is this has taken on uh, a whole big uh, sort of epidemic in espionage, mm. and even the next James Bond blockbuster is tipped to star an adorable beluga whale. Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Daniel Craig, and now Chi-Chi the Beluga is secret agent James Bond. Morning, Q. I'd like you to meet the new 007. <laughs> I remember when Daniel Craig walked out of the ocean, but this is ridiculous. The Cars. Here we are, Bond. Your state-of-the-art Aston Martin DB11. Ah, you squashed it. The exotic locations. Bond, do you recall how Roger Moore infiltrated that underwater base in The Spy Who Loved Me? Well, unfortunately, Blofeld's lair is now in the Sahara Desert, so you're screwed. The girls. Oh, James, give me a humpback. This summer, Chi-Chi the Beluga stars in License to Krill. Come in, 007. Are you receiving me? Oh, don't tell me he's beached himself again. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Now, pretty exciting news for Queensland. Tom Hanks, movie star. He's going to be shooting a movie in Queensland, apparently. Um, Bad news is it's a Baz Luhrmann movie, but he is coming to shoot this new movie in Queensland. And to celebrate, I thought we'd put together a little game based on Tom Hanks. I like to call it... Hanks or no Hanks. All you have to do is... I'm going to give you a list of movies. I, I, what I, I must admit, what I started to do was see if I could find interesting stories about Tom Hanks's life, but there are none. He's <laughs> a boring man. He's never done anything interesting or weird, except for to act in a whole lot of sort of middle-of-the-road drama movies. Now, mm. most of the time, you probably can't really remember what movies Tom Hanks was in, so I'm going to challenge you, Charles and Dom, by giving you a list of middle-of-the-road dramas. You tell me if they feature Hanks or no Hanks. It's going to be hard. Charles, Field of Dreams. Hanks or no Hanks? Nah, no Hanks. You are correct. No Hanks. Matt Damon is in that movie. Dommy, Courage Under Fire. Hanks or no Hanks? Sounds like the kind of movie he would do. I'm going to go Hanks, even though I can't remember. You are wrong. I'm sorry. No Hanks in Courage Under Fire. No, Matt Damon was in that movie. Hang on, Patton. The (laughs) Rainmaker. The Rainmaker. Ooh, oh, God, that's a good one. Um, 
Ah, oh, John I'm Grisham. Gonna say, I'm going to say no Hanks. I'm going to say no Hanks. You are correct. There was no Hanks. Uh, I should say. So the actor who was in the Rainmaker was uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> now, Dommy, <laughs> is sure. Tom Hanks in the Zero Theorem? I have never heard of that movie, but I'm going to guess just bad, based on random suspicion that it was Matt Damon. Yeah. Oh, what? How did you are a movie buff? Yes, Matt Damon was in the Zero Theorem, but not Tom Hanks. Uh, Charles. Yeah. Uh, is a movie called uh, Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips. I think he was in there. I'm going to say, I, like, I know. I think you're trying to trick me. Yes, he was. Hanks. Oh my God, you're a smart man. Oh, yes. yes, Tom Hanks is well in done. Captain Phillips. It's one of three, at least three. I think four movies where he's played a captain. <laughs> that, and that, that's that's a great movie. No one saw it. That's about the Somali pirates. I yeah. Think. It's a brilliant movie. Do you really want me? Okay. Well, now, you know, uh, Tom Hanks started doing uh, 80s zany comedies. Dommy. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's an old American comedy film called Glory Days, the joke being that Days is spelt Mm. D-A-Z-E. Is this a Hanks or no Hanks? I think Bachelor Party Tom Hanks could have been in that. Bachelor Party, yeah. What about Glory Days? No, is he, was he in that era, was he in Glory Days? I'm going to go, oh, yes. I see, right, yes. Uh, no, no, Hanks. Oh. No, no, Matt Damon was in Glory Days. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. All right, last one for you, Charles. Saving Private Ryan. Yes, that was Hanks. It, you are correct. Not only was it Tom Hanks, it's worth noting that Matt Damon was in that movie too. And thank you for playing... Welcome! Hanks or no Hanks. Radio Chaser. May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Oh, God. It was an opportunity for all the witty dads around Australia to come out and be really witty. For Star Wars Day. I always enjoy May the 4th till I remember that it's Star Wars Day. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, the wittiest dad in Australia, Scott Morrison, uh, got his election campaign team to put out what has to be Possibly the lamest ever political ad in Australia's history, and the, and this is this is a country that has Bill Shorten yeah. as one of its leaders. So uh, it was an extraordinarily lame thing. They got the body of Obi Wan Kenobi, and then they photoshopped badly Scott Morrison's head yeah, onto he looked the top. Unusually slim, didn't he? Yeah, he, that he, did, graphic. he certainly. Um, <laughs> with the and it had the title: "The economy is strong with this one." Oh, it's, sort of, it's not good. Oh, it's so not bad. Good. It made me miss Jar Jar Binks for the first time ever in a Star Wars related item. But it also made me love trolling. It was the first time in my life that I just went, thank God, Twitter and Facebook, that you have a pile on. You know, <laughs> you know like, that, That's not trolling, yeah. Charles. That's just fair comment. Yeah, yeah, right, a pile exactly. on that meme was yeah. just fair. One of my friends said, actually, I, I think you've got millennials. Tell You think that millennials want this stuff to vote for you. Yeah. They don't. Just stop. Yeah. So let's hope they do. Well, they haven't. In fact, oh. they're doubling down on it, and they've released this trailer featuring the Prime Minister. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away from sanity. People of the Rebel Alliance, I give you our new leader. Hi, I'm Scott Morrison. Jedi, use the Force, Morrison. I'm not going to use the Force, Yoda. I'm going to have a go. Because if you have a go, you get a go. There is a fair go for people who have of a go. Of all Jedi, the most annoying you are. A new agenda. 
Star Wars: The Rise of Morrison. If you thought the Phantom Menace was lame, Radio Chaser Platinum Edition. This, this whole egg thing that we were talking about, you know, somebody's just tried to egg Scott Morrison. Mm. Then we had Egg Boy, you know, a couple of weeks ago oh, yeah. doing the Nazi guy. You know, like everyone seems to be just buying eggs to egg their opponents. Like that's the only reason that you buy an egg nowadays. Egg sales have gone through the roof, from yeah. what I understand. Extraordinary. Anyway, I tried to buy an egg myself this morning, and this is what happened. Hello, I'd uh, like to buy a dozen eggs, please. Now you've come to the right place. These country eggs are great for smashing on white supremacists. All these jumbo free range eggs smash well on white nationalists. Uh, no, no, no. I, I don't want them for that. Oh, you're wanting them to smash on Scott Morrison? Well, well, you can't go past these discount cage eggs. Very prime ministerial. No, no, no. I, I want to eat them. Sorry, what? You mean like after you've smashed them over someone, you want to scrape it off and eat the remains? No, no, no. I, I just want to crack the egg into a pan, cook it, and then eat it. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. Um, Roger, come, come in here quick. What's up? Uh, this gentleman says he wants to buy an egg and then eat it. No, no, no. You, you can't trust someone who wants to buy an egg to not smash over the head of someone. Don't sell him anything. He's a nutter. Uh, I'm not a nutter. I just want to buy an egg and eat it. Oh, look, yeah, no, he, he, he looks harmless enough. Here you go, sir. Thanks. Now, I'll just take one out of the box and... Oi! Oh, you just smashed an egg over me. What was that for? I'm a vegan, and I'm protesting against the selling of eggs. Oh, well, at least he isn't a nutter. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Such happy news out of the UK, Andrew Hanson. You love a royal baby, don't you? Don't I do, I do, Dommy. I love it when royal babies arrive. Mm. It really makes my day. Oh, sorry, can somebody update me? Has, has somebody had a baby or something? Yeah, someone's had a baby, Charles. Yes. Right. Um, yeah, now, have you heard of Prince Harry, right? Prince um, Harry. You might recognise right. him from the Nazi uniform. Oh, that, that yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. The guy who well, gets naked all the time. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the nude guy, yeah, yes. Yeah, he gets yeah. naked all the time. The weed guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, well, he managed, yeah. managed to pop out a sprog with, with the, the lovely Megan. Markle. Hmm. Um, yeah, the, the baby's arrived. Word is he, he looks just like his father, uh, oh. which means he looks nothing like his father's father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The>, um, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> cheeky! Um, I assume I assume he's a very cute and adorable little royal sprog. I'm very mm. excited. The, the news is excited. There are there are headlines. Uh, what the Daily Mail's uh, celebrating by saying, um, "Home birth dream dashed." Uh, they've got a really positive story there. And, um, <laughs> and of course, news.com.au. Um, they're they're running with. <laughs> this is true. Meghan and Harry's baby will get a second rate title. Because uh, apparently he's what? only going to be an earl. He's only going to be an earl. Oh, no. He's not a prince. He's Rubbish. Not a prince. Earls are useless. No. Well, anyway, look, the thing that interests me the most, though, is is how a royal person actually gives birth. There's a whole set of really strict rules about how this happens, and this is how it goes down. Giving birth to royal offspring is a ritual dating back as far as the Jurassic period, when most of the royal family's ideas originated. During the third trimester, the royal mother must anoint her genitals daily with truffled swan's giblets. 
when labour begins, the royal mother is dragged by a family of trained badgers to a secure private chamber. For her comfort, no one is permitted entry except for the Queen, Prince Philip, their children, their heirs, an assortment of dukes and earls, Elton John, Handles. and the entire band of the Coldstream Guards. The royal obstetrician then uses a pheasant shot in the morning hunt to gently slap the mother's buttocks in time with each contraction. If pain relief is required, the royal father is given a lovely cup of tea. When the baby's head emerges, it is pulled from the royal birth canal by a team of draft horses. The Queen then inspects the infant to ensure its suitability as an heir to the British throne. If it does not look German enough, it gets sent to an orphanage. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Milk's in trouble, and it's in trouble with, with the Country Women's Association. Oh. They, they've decided, you know, yesterday they were, they were um, being and- egged by... And by Protesters. Well, were and, they being uh, egged, or were they were they organising the egging? Because it was a woman eggs. who actually egged the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, wasn't it? Now, sure, she looked young, but don't tell me she's not a CWA member of the future. Yeah. She's very good around dairy products. She knows her way around an egg. She's got a scone in her repertoire. Oh, that's all I'm saying. I reckon they were in it. It's not a co- it's a co- it's, it can't be a coincidence that happened at a CWA Chris, meeting. She didn't know her eggs. That's all. The, she didn't even know how to crack an egg. That's because mm. she hasn't done enough yards in the CWA. In the CWA that's where you get the training. She's still on her training wheels. Yeah, right. Yeah, let her finish. Let her finish her letters. She's got to get the letters CWA after her name, like PhD or something. <laughs> anyway, the, these old ladies are very cross because they reckon dairy farmers are being hard done by. Right? You've probably heard this coming from the dairy industry before. They, they don't like almond milk and soy milk and those non-dairy milks using the word milk mm. because milk, they say, comes out of a cow, right? It, you know, and, and it's misleading customers. Um, now, the Country Women's Association agrees. They want to ban the word... This is true. They want to ban the word milk appearing on all those sort of almond milky type products. And they've even uh, issued a formal statement hoping to end this confusion once and for all. Take a listen. A message about milk from the Country Women's Association. Almond milk, soy milk, oat milk, even soy milk. There are now so many types of milk, consumers are confused about milk. They're accidentally buying milk instead of milk, so milk farmers can't sell milk. Therefore, we want to ban the word milk from all bottles of milk, except for milk, which may continue to be called milk unless it contains milk. And by milk, I mean the milk that we don't want to call milk. There, that ought to clear things up. Radio Chaser. Platinum edition. Amazing sights on Sydney Harbour. Uh, the bridge danglers. If you're going to protest climate change, uh, you know, one of the ways you can do that is by dangling off a bridge, we discovered. Yeah. Uh, this is what a few Greenpeace activists were doing off the Harbour Bridge. Um, professional absiders, apparently they were, just, just dangling off ropes. And they uh, apparently they had some kind of message to give, uh, which we can only assume was environmental because we know they were from Greenpeace. Um, <laughs> although, ironically, well, at least one of them dropped their backpack into the ocean, uh, which I imagine has killed at least one dollar <laughs> underneath there oh, no. um, by, by eating it. But uh, look, I just wondered, guys, what, what they actually had to say, so I couldn't help it. I went and tried to have a chat to them on Sydney Harbour Bridge. Take a listen. Okay, so here I am on the 
very edge of Sydney Harbour Bridge. And uh, there are the three Greenpeace activists. Uh, ooh, ooh, they are dangling very far below. Uh, yeah, hello down there. Pardon? Any chance you three could climb back up for an interview? Pardon? I said I want an interview. I'm a reporter. Well, climb back up then. I'll help you spread your message. We just want to spread our message. Then come up here. We are listening to you. Why is nobody listening to us? Oh, God. You can't distance yourself from our message. Your message is distant. That's the problem. Look, uh, I, I just want an interview for pity's sake, you dickheads. We just want an interview for pity's sake, you dickheads. Uh, Steve, can you pass me those scissors? Some green peace and quiet. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Big news from the world of social media. Facebook and Twitter and the company that owns Google have gotten together at a big meeting to, to crack down on hate, speech and extremism, stuff like that. And you know what? Facebook's decided to take it even further and crack down on a bunch of other stuff as well. Hi, Mark Zuckerberg here. At Facebook, we are against extremism, so we've announced a crackdown on anyone doing extremely irritating posts. From now on, digital fingerprinting will automatically erase all selfies that feature a high-angled duck face pout with one arm on your hip. We'll use AI-based technology solutions to delete posts about how many ab crunches some ex-boyfriend of your friend did at the gym with 86 hashtags attached like hashtag blessed and hashtag best life spelt with a Y and no E. Plus, we're updating our terms of use to forbid inspirational quotes saying, never doubt yourself, written in a pink calligraphy font with a sunrise behind it. And best of all, users can now flag inappropriately boring photos of hamburgers, babies and or fur babies, and people's bare legs as they relax on a stupid f***ing deck chair. Facebook, now free from extreme lameness. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition.